0: Greetings, fellow Earthlings, welcome to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. Seeking the truth, exposing the lies. Remember, together, we are unstoppable. Keep on digging.
1: Definitely, Joe Rogan has taken some positions on, you know, anti-vax stuff and everything. He's not only a neutral question asker. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers called him and said, bro, I got COVID, what should I do? And, He's like, take ivermectin and a bunch of vitamin D. That'll fix you. So definitely, you know, he's taken positions Um, in terms of like what you were talking about. You know, yeah, I think that the problem though is that when we, if we start censoring at that kind of granular level, that we're all talk that you all are talking about, you know, well, we have to censor Rachel Maddow because she didn't understand the difference between, um, you know, asymptomatic infection or sterilizing immunity. Um, You know, it's not necessarily, you know, her fault that she didn't didn't know that or this person who like doesn't know that, you know, vaccines on the other side do X, Y or Z or they're worried about, you know, some side effect. So I think we have to like have like some very basic things that we would censor on. Um, And I mean, I guess the the question is like because I mean, that's what we do as society. Like there are some things that government will will censor you on, you know, like like we said, there's profanity that you can't say. Um, during prime time, there's pornography that you can't do. So there is government censorship that occurs already, but it's very limited. Um, government will not censor you for hate speech if you're walking down the street, if you're carrying a KKK sign. They're not they they're not going to arrest you for that. Um, but you will get banned on YouTube for something like that, um, which I think is fine. Again, I think I, I think that that it's up to the companies to decide what things. That they are going to like tolerate or not on their platforms, and if you don't like it, you should go somewhere else. That being said, I totally agree with deplorable um, that that could lead to potentially more insular conversations and potentially more radicalization um, because there's not like a a voice of reason in the room. Um, but at the same time, you you can't necessarily always just tolerate the intolerant. Um, And if so, someone's being really intolerant, you can't just say, well, you know, for sake of free speech, we need to let the racists say their thing. They should be able to go on everybody's thing and just post whatever they want under your thing. We can't do anything about it. No, I mean, we have to say like, hey, we're not going to like allow you to like do that on someone's post. Sorry, you're going to get banned. I think that's okay. Um, and if if someone does go to like an insular thing like parlor and they become radicalized and they're going to come out and like commit violence, then that's where the FBI goes in and says, hey, like you all are like becoming like terrorists or whatever because you're going to blow up something. So we're going to like take you out. Like we have mechanisms for that. But again, I think that private company need to find that balance. But I don't think we should we should be censoring at such a high level that any sort of like. Um, mistake that someone says gets them like cancelled or kicked off either
0: yeah it's such a slippery slope right because what if the owner of say Facebook has a political leaning right then they would have the power of censoring political posts that are opposite of their political leanings right so you get, you get into this really slippery slope where it could have immense repercussions on society well, I think the people
1: who are against vaccines would argue they do have a political sling because, you know, clearly anyone who's pro-vax has a political like opinion. So they would already argue that that exists. So I think it always, dep- already, like you said, depends on which side of the issue you are on. But again, it doesn't necessarily, to me, diminish the fact that they, as a private company, can choose to do that.
2: Like, yeah, that's what I said earlier. I think every situation be looked at should look at as its own situation and not blanket it over or umbrella, whatever, whichever you want to say it out. Um, just sort of say, this is the reason why we're doing this. Every situation we looked at and said, okay, what was said, how it was said, and how can it affect the outer community and what have you. So, like, yeah, slippery slope. Yes, I totally agree with you with that. I totally agree.
3: Real talk. I'll say you're on mutant there. looks like you're, you're about to say something. Maybe let, drop some bombs on us. I don't know what you're going to say.
4: Oh, I got no, a few no,
3: messages
4: no. Wow. too, sorry. Oh, yeah, we do. You want to
3: get to those real quick and then I'll go? Uh, it's up to you. I don't know. Whatever you
4: guys want to do, man. I can
3: wait. I mean, do you, are you going to You're gonna be able to keep your thought if you uh, if I pull oh, these yeah, messages? 100%. Oh,
4: yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Well, then we'll, yeah. we'll get to uh, these messages here with uh, Mr. Mike D. How are you doing?
5: You're pretending the mainstream media stopped lying. They lied about Nick Sandman. They lied about Trump Russia. They lied about Jesse Smollett. They lie about things all the time. They are liars. That's what they do. So I don't know why you're pretending they stopped lying. Chris Cuomo lied about getting COVID and helped his murderous governor brother try to get out of a sex scandal. Give me a break. Don Lemon thought uh, an airplane could get swallowed by a black hole. Our media is a joke, but you'll let them say whatever they want. Ridiculous.
3: That's not what I'm saying at all. I don't know if that's. I mean, again, like I, I'm all for censorship when it comes to certain things, and especially like I don't care if it's left or right leaning uh media. Like I think media has far too much influence and control to be out there spouting nonsense about shit they have no qualifications to talk about, right? Like and, I, I'm. He must to come the, in. Like, Good. Sorry. Go ahead. I said I'm of the opinion I was just that gonna like, say he must. I think, <laughs> Go ahead. No, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Finish your thought.
0: I was just going to say he must come in after your statement because you said specifically that the mainstream media needs to be held under the same scrutiny.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's just the far fringes of media. I think all media in general, because of its influence on the people uh, should be censored in some ways. I think it, at least at the very least held accountable for things that they say, but I mean, I don't really think we should be having, Uh, political uh, figure or not political uh, media figureheads out there talking about things. They have nothing, you know, they have no qualifications to talk about. Right. Like I think if they want to have like a doctor on, right. Like for me, like Dr. Robert Malone, like you look at that guy, I think the reaction to him, like, even though he, you know, in for all intents and purposes, he is spreading uh, to me, harmful, uh, vaccine rhetoric or anti-vax rhetoric, and I don't even know if he's really spreading anti-vax rhetoric because he doesn't seem to be entirely against vaccinations. Um, I think somebody like him, he should have a say. But I mean, I think he, the the conversation shouldn't be between uh, Don Lemon, Rachel Maddow, uh, Sean Hannity, C- Tucker Carlson, um, Robert Malone, Joe Rogan, and fuck it, and um, you know, some and uh, somebody like I think that should be should be between. Professionals and experts and people with qualifications, like the scientists that want to take him and deplatform him, that's fine. Like those people are more than qualified, right? That that's okay. But like, I don't think people with no qualifications should really have a say. I mean, that's just my opinion. But um, let's uh let's keep moving here with a uh, day. How you doing, day?
6: Yeah, but Joe Rogan took a position because it worked for him. Uh, Fran was calling a friend. He's like, "This is what I did."
3: Bjorn, do You want to
6: take
0: that?
1: No, I think he was. I think he was agreeing with me that that Joe Rogan did take positions um, and wasn't just oh, okay. a benign question
6: asker. Ask her. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Day. When the media became a profit organization. They lost all credibility. I'm old enough now to know that, and I think you guys know that too. Um, it's uh, it's for money and what, 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 what pays the bills, man. We get the sponsors involved. And it's sad because there's not anybody out there just reporting what happened in this, this, and that. It's just not happening
1: uh can would disagree yes. what's your favorite making-
2: <laughs> yes yes i will be i'll have to disagree going back to what uh Mike D said about like the whole deal about with um cnn's um both, satisf- both chris como and Don lemon uh chris como does not have a job anymore um i'm not sure what he means by his murderous brother i don't know if he means like the fact that some of the COVID things were missed the numbers were like misconstrued mis- mis- or whatever but i'm not sure what that was about um they, for the most part, they are still journalists. They went to journal. They went to either some sort of journalism school or something to the point that they are journalists. They are not. They are not opinion posts. They're. They're. They're not there to do that. And I mean, yes, the news is different. We don't have the. We don't have the. Um, the Dan rabbits We don't have the. Um. Um. Uh, uh, Cronkite. Know Cronkite. You, you know. Um. It's. It's a different way of telling. Telling the. Telling the news, and I mean, it's just like.
0: Uh, yeah, so that's that's my spin on that one. <laughs> yeah, and I, let's, uh, let's I just I just wanted ones to uh, to mention that ninety, you know, according to the Business Insider, ninety percent of the media is owned by six corporations. Media meaning yes. print, radio, television, billboards. So you know we're brainwashed thinking there there is a that we're seeing a left and a right. When we're getting tunnel vision and they're coming closer and closer together. And, you know, I was, I only learned that there were 13 political parties in the U S not that long ago, because I'd only been told about two, you know?
3: All right. Let's, uh, let's get to this. Sorry. I stopped this message
6: short. I want to play this. And by making money, I mean fame, you know, celebrity heads, you know, it's just, it's they're no different. Any celebrity media guy is no different than any Hollywood actor. They're, they're on TV, they're on the screen, and they're there for them. And it's just sad because, you know, I, I miss the days of reading the newspaper because you didn't even know who the guy was, and you had a 20-year-old photo of whoever he was, and you didn't even care. You just read his words, and you either read or didn't read. Okay, one guy got fired. Come
3: on. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I understand what everybody's saying. I do. I totally understand, like the slippery slope argument and stuff like that. But I also think, um, given the influence that media has, and like we've seen it, like, and it goes both ways. Like somebody, like imagine, like if somebody like Rachel Maddow comes out and says, uh, "Well, you if you get the vaccine, you can't get the get the virus." Well, somebody gets the vaccine, stops wearing masks, stops social distancing. Uh, what good does that do right does that, is that actually w- was her opinion uh, her or whatever her mistake that she decided to just out, blurt out on air uh, the people that listen to her like was that was that worth it? like her freedom of speech and her freedom to not be censored or whatever like does that was that worth it if somebody goes out and spreads the virus and ends up killing their grandmother or whatever because they listen to Rachel Maddow instead of the doctors and scientists that we should be listening to.
2: Well, please, like, factor me someone out there, but I believe she said that before there was actually the vaccine out at that time. If um, I, I might be wrong on this one with that timeline, but I think she said it before there was actually a vaccination. The, the vaccinations were out for available for us to get.
3: Right. But, I mean, regardless, if somebody heard that and said, oh, well, Rachel Maddow, she's trustworthy, right? and I you know the vaccine comes out oh I got the vaccine well I don't have to uh wear my mask I don't have to stay away from people I'm good and you know obviously that turned out not to be true so I don't know mm-hmm. that's just I don't know, that's my opinion but anyway I know uh real talk you wanted to you you were about to say something and then we played these messages so uh what did you want to say
4: oh yeah I still got it um so I, I think a lot of issue with the with the censorship argument is that you know we we tend to think that we're gonna end up censoring like these these grand like really big bigoted racist posts and people and really we end up just censoring the average person and those lines are usually drawn by like really arbitrary political views, right? Like somebody's like you you say something, someone's like, oh that was mean, and then a bunch of people just report you. Right. And then the algorithm just checks that you got reported a lot and then, you know, you uh, you, you get thrown off the platform and then uh, and then the company, uh, you know, um, decides that they're going to have the algorithm start looking for the for these certain words. Right. Because these words, uh, people, whether they're doing purposefully organized or on are reporting, you know, posts with this particular word or words. And then the algorithm just starts just catching people, and then just uh auto you know auto bans them when they when they submit post these words. I mean this happens all the time. This is a big part of what happened on Twitter, or you have um abuse of the system, right? Where this happened actually on stereo, and this happened once again on Twitter, where you know roving bands of people, you know whatever political ideology you know decide to go into certain rooms or posts or whatever may have you and. They don't like what you're espousing and they decide to just, you know, mass report you and it gets you banned. So I think that a lot of times with censorship, the issue is that um, you say something someone doesn't like and now you're banned rather than we're actually catching like legitimate um, racism or any type of hatred. We're just getting the average person with very average opinions banned from platforms.
3: So that sounds more like a problem of the technology than really the, um, censorship in general, right? Like, I think people who espouse hate uh, shouldn't be given a platform to to do so. You know, I think people who, you know, and I understand, like, people do get, you know, I think maybe the algorithm could be fine-tuned, maybe the technology just isn't there yet, but I don't think the idea behind it is necessarily a bad thing. Um, Bjorn, you're I think the, What's up, brother? Yeah, I think the other thing is, like, that-
1: The definition of what is hateful, what is offensive is squishy, you know, because it 100% depends on your view, you know, what is offensive or hateful to you may not be hateful to the next person. Um, You know, clearly, me and this is another thing have a different views on um, transgender um, folks. So like, what's going to be? hateful to him is not, uh, what can be hateful to me is not going to be hateful to him. So, you know, what, what, what those sort of things are kind of depends on the person and that, and so in that sort of situation, you know, you could get something where someone said something innocuous and it, you know, offended enough people that they would kind of boot you. So yes, I think that there is potential problems with that system. I think though, just like any system, there's always going to be. Like abuse, but if you have a, a system where, like, if someone gets falsely banned or, like, you know, gets ganged up on, there should be some sort of like appeal process. So, if you're going to put that system in where basically the algorithm or the AI will boot you, if there's a certain level of threshold of like dislikes or whatever, or like reports, then you also need to have like a live person available if someone like appeals it to like look at the situation and then decide. Um, I think you need to have that balance of of, of sort of things because I agree with Canon that that all of this is super contextual because you know you could use the N word as like a historical thing um, you know in your post if you were talking about something and that wouldn't necessarily be racist um, but if someone was using it in a racist way that would 100% be racist and should be like banned so you have to like you have to like and that's that's where like if you're just completely banning based on words. Or whatever, that's where it can potentially get into like difficult like situations on like how do you like navigate those things.
3: Yeah, uh so do uh do uh do you mind if I play these messages here real quick?
4: Oh no, go ahead.
6: All right, let's get to uh days and then Mrs. Smith. And, and I just wanna say this. I've been listening for a while. I do not not like any of you guys opinions are opinions love is love i got love in my heart for all you guys everybody's got opinions but at the end of the day we're all human and that's the problem we we've all got away from that you you, you can't differ you have to pick a side and that's what that's what eats, eats me up the most
3: that's the spirit that's the spirit that's what i like to hear day we got nothing but love for youtube brother i mean that's that's the thing like and I think that's the other thing. It's like, well, is it necessarily a bad thing if you get deplat or get kicked off of social media for a couple of days or in a week or two weeks? Is that really a bad thing? You know, you know what I mean? Like, do we, you know, we, we look at this as, like, some fundamental right. But, like, in reality, like, look what social media has kind of done. You know, Twitter's full yeah. of Nazis and f- fucking fascists and, and, you know, Facebook's like a, you know, a, a, like a melting pot of misinformation and anti-vaxxers and... Uh, um, multi-level marketing schemes so i mean you know is it really a bad thing and we make it seem like it's the end of the world i don't know but uh anyway let's get to mrs smitty's comment how you doing mrs
7: smitty well and also real talk i think you have to make a distinction between being banned and being muted right what we've seen particularly on stereo is that like people can mass report you and get you muted temporarily but then when stereo reviews it generally that is uh overturned, right? It's just the AI catches words or sees a mass report, uh, and they just go with what the people have said. I've had talks shut down by people who didn't like what I was saying. Um, But I would rather have a talk shut down once in a while because people don't like my facts than listen to the rampant misinformation and disinformation. So to me, that's a fair trade-off.
3: RT, did
4: you want to respond? Oh yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, I think we'd get around this, but just if we just didn't censor people. I mean, being muted, being cens- being muted, and being banned to me are kind of the they're kind of both the same thing in the sense and spirit of um, people are reporting you because they're making overt aggressive acts because of what you're saying, which ultimately is ridiculous because on something like stereo twitter facebook i mean really any of my social media you can just choose not to view what you're viewing uh, most social medias now have it to where you can click the little three dots and just tell them i don't want to view posts like this anymore and they just won't put stuff but puppies and nice dolphins on your <laughs> well grin knows how nice the dolphins are but they'll put nice dolphins and uh puppies on your on your on your timelines but you know I, I i i typically live in a world where like um i usually tell people like don't complain by which you need not subject yourself to so like you know for example bjorn and another thing if another thing it says something not so nice about trans people and bjorn you know gets upset or offended i would just tell bjorn what is with look at that you know what i mean like i would just block that guy like, you have the power to make your own personal censorships, which I do agree with. I do agree that we don't. Ha- I don't have to associate with you. No one says, I have to listen to you, right? The same way, you don't have to listen to me. But it, the way I look at it is, if you, c- you censor somebody online, right? Let's say you block somebody, or let's say uh, Facebook throws somebody offline, right? And if the person already has a following, they're going to go somewhere. They really are. And and then what what do we do with these people when they um when they take to the streets in like a big city like New York and they're and they're espousing whatever it is that they're that they were saying online and they're still amassing these followers. I mean, would we because I, I think that when we when we get to this point, we have to we have to be willing to say, Well, we're gonna shut this down at all costs and you know, I know this is hyperbolic. But this kind of goes into the sense of um, how George Orwellian do you want to be about people's speech, right? Because if, if somebody's espousing hate online, right? And you, and um, like I said, we, we throw them off the platform and then they go to the street and they're amassing these followers, like in a medieval priest sense where they're preaching about God on the sidewalk and people are gathering in a large crowd, what do we do? We can't arrest them. We can't really do anything. We can just like away. I'm sorry. It's like just
3: like Charlottesville, though, like when you saw people or like even January 6th, when we see people doing this, then we take action and we call their business and say, Well, did you know your employee was out there marching in the streets with a bunch of racists? You know, and what happens? They get fired. Right? They 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 suffer repercussions because of their actions. And really, is that not Kind of a libertarian stance on things, like letting the free market uh, take care of things. Like people that don't want to hear a bunch of things, they have every right to gather and say, "Well, fuck this, dude! Like we don't want to hear this." So you know, we're we're gonna boycott your business. You know, so like I guess like I, I would rather deplatform somebody and remove their ability to spread hate on on an on the internet that is like vast and in and very easy to to move information and data and all sorts of stuff, right, and have them go march out on the street where I can see their face, right, where, you know, where you you can't hide anymore. You can't hide behind a keyboard. So you really believe this? You really feel strongly about this? Go march. Go march in Charlottesville. Go down the street. Go ahead. We'll we'll see your face. And if we don't like you, 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 you're going to get canceled you know so i mean i guess i guess that's where I, I guess i i do understand what you're saying but at the same time i also would i guess i would rather see that person and bring them out you know than have them hide behind a keyboard and be able to say whatever crazy shit they want and get it out to like you know millions of people around around the united states
2: can i can i first say this um and I'm gonna keep this to stereo, and then I would love to us to like go back to the whole. What, what Dylan was talking about like us banning, um, you know, books, knocking and stuff like that at some point. Um, before we go too long. Um, but like just on stereo itself, like I've heard so many vow disgusting over the top <laughs> sort of things from like my brothers and sisters from the black community, and then they their excuses they say because you know oh because I, I, I have the right. Yes, you do have the right to say. It, and I have the right once again to swipe and not listen to the what the hell you have to say. But in the same sense I've never gotten to a point to where either they've come for me or have had me on a chat with them. They, they'll be disagreeing on disagreeing on the fact that like like one of my one of the big hot button issues with, with, with a lot of times in those sort of conversations is how I feel about reparations. And I get dog But I never go, I never, like, get my, you know, get my feelings hurt and go, I'm going to block them or I'm going to report them because I don't like what they have to say. You know what I mean? Like, most of so. And, like, I'm, I have never been blocked. I have been in chats that have been, I have been, chats have had been blocked, but the same, or as Ms. Mitty said, muted. But, like, I would dare say, just on my own opinion, this is my opinion, I'm not, like, I'm not sure if it's the bots or the algorithms or a proctor, whomever that's listening. I've never been in a situation until I, I got kicked off. So I, I can't understand that whole aspect of it. So, yeah.
3: Do we want let's, to – let's get to Mrs. Smitty's message here. Mrs. Smitty, what's up?
7: I mean, shouting on the corner of even a busy street in New York pales in comparison to the exposure of a platform like Facebook or Twitter. Uh, At the end of the day, I feel like we've seen over the last uh, couple of years, particularly the dangers of misinformation, disinformation, hate speech, uh, et cetera, um, and that those things should not be welcome in this sort of modern public square of Twitter. Let those people go scream on a street corner somewhere like the lunatics that they are. my opinion.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. Real talk won't we'll do anything.
4: I guess my only pushback is again though when when we when we feed into this and we give these people attention because when when especially like the Alex Joneses or the whoever's, and, and we de platform them rather than let them show their shame. It just sensationalizes them. So, either screaming on the street corner, people who still have access to all these platforms are just going to live stream them. I mean, this happens all the time. And they're still getting connected to millions of people, right? But now, on top of being connected, it's sensationalized. You know, oh, they blocked me for telling the truth oh, uh, you know, they, they didn't like it because I was being, you know, you get all of those kinds of people. So like I said, I, I think the best way to do it is just to let them espouse their nonsense if it hits your feed. Say, hey, Facebook, don't want to view that anymore. And just don't give them clicks. Don't give them views. Because at the end of the day, they're going to get on these platforms. They, they really, I mean, even when, even when, uh, th- that's what they said, you know, it will, you know, we'll, will we'll, uh, we'll uh, Will deplatform, you know Joe Rogan, you know I'm like you are aware that Joe Rogan has like 11 million views an episode, which is like uh, uh, that, that is an, that's insane. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, he's the most watched podcast in the world. He has more viewers than CNN and Fox News combined in a night. Like wow. more people will view will view his episode than the top three leading um, news networks which is insane. So imagine if you throw him off, right? And then Joe Rogan says, well, they don't like what I was saying. You know, starts energizing his base. And then he just goes on Facebook Live with like his buddy's account. Do we ban his buddy? Do we ban the buddy's buddy's buddy? I mean, how does that chain reaction stop and where does it end? And then people are going to tune in and and massive because now there's something there, right? There's drama, there's sensationalism. Oh, they banned him because he was right. Look at what you know, I mean, it's – I don't know. That's why I'm just like to see people alone. They're going to say what they're going to say. I think people are, are too lazy. Them. Do you? I don't know,
3: though. I, I mean, know. I don't think – I listen, yeah. Like Alex Jones is a perfect example, though. Like, he – where'd he go? He disappeared. You know, he, his viewership dropped significantly ever since he got deplatformed. You know, yeah, InfoWars exactly, yeah. used yeah. to be one Driving, of the like, biggest – Oh, well, he can write all the articles he wants, but how many people are actually reading? Them? I didn't even know that. And I used to be a pretty—I mean, I'll be honest; I'm not going to lie. I used to be a follower of Alex Jones. I'm not—I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I wasn't. Like back in the day, I was a huge Alex Jones guy. Um, but I'm sorry—I don't want to cut every. Uh, and another thing—you were—you were kind of. Uh, laughing to yourself and then I didn't know if you had something to say. I didn't want to, you haven't Yeah, no, a lot I, here,
0: so. well, and that's the funny thing cuz so everybody discounts Alex Jones but he has broken a couple few stories, you know, before he and and then he admits he went off the rails, you know, with and he even said drugs and booze. Um but he broke the Bohemian Grove story. So I know for a fact, I know that one's legit because I worked there and I saw what he showed on film. And I saw his video years after I was there. But I was like, oh my God, that's what I saw. So that's all.
1: I just want to say, though, uh, real talk, your um, your argument is kind of like, well, because banning them is is not going to be effective, then you shouldn't ban them because they're just going to find another platform. But I think that there's evidence that You know banning people from facebook and twitter is going to greatly diminish your audience and greatly diminish your your ability to to like generate income which is which is you know part of the point is if you want to be self-sustaining how do you do that you have to kind of have to be in bed with the big guys so the other thing that happens you know with um you know i mean it's also kind of like the argument of like well we shouldn't have any gun regulations because the the criminals can just still go get the gun. But if if we just make guns freely available for everyone to buy without a background check, then clearly it's going to be easier for felons to go get a gun. So we should still have background checks so that it's harder for felons to go have. It's all about like, you know, it's kind of like security. It's like, you know, these are things that discourage people from breaking in or, or breaking the law. Clearly, like if you want to break the law, you can still find a way. The other thing that happens is when you um, take a stand like this if when Twitter or YouTube says hey we're going to ban this person for this thing then that causes other people there to say well this is the standard because hey Trump got banned for this so if I don't want to get banned then they self-regulate or self-censor so that they you know there's a chilling effect that occurs if, if people get banned and then that promotes the the kind of community that, that you want on your platform. Now, you may say that that's bad because people should be able to say what they want, but also, like, you know, if 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 YouTube is going to say, well, we're going to ban this person because they, you know, use profanity or they said racial slurs, then other people are going to be less excited to be overtly racist or whatever. Because if if one person doesn't and they don't get banned, then that's only going to increase the amount of people who feel bold enough and empowered enough to like say these crazy things
4: kind of also been shown that you ban a couple big names and then the rest of the people they just change up their language right so like when when it's discovered that we can't be outwardly racist we'll just be inwardly racist and use coded language to mask what we're saying right yeah. you know yeah. and and That's we'll true. play the game as, and we'll play the game as semantics and so you know because i get it, like we're not really attacking the person i mean maybe sometimes we are we're more so attacking like the ideology. But I, I don't know. I just feel, um, I guess I've kind of also observed that we'll hit a couple big names and then the followers will stick around and they'll, then they'll just mask themselves and we'll never know what they're saying. And they switch up their languages. And, you know, they use all this coded, you know, language. And it, the, the messages still get out to the people that they want to talk to anyways. Because in reality, all these people are really interested in recruiting. If they want to recruit, they know if they know where to go and how to recruit without being shut down. They do it all the time. I think they're interested in talking to themselves and engaging with and trying to find the like-minded people, if you would, uh, from around the world, and they can do that even with coded language. Uh, no, so we'll what talk, about totally like people... Go ahead.
2: No, I, just, I totally agree. He's like, look, they take the language. They say it without saying it. And then there's, well, we have a dog whistle. And then that's when, you know, they're, they're still banging that, they're still banging that drum, but we can't release, we can't say, well, he, they didn't go out they actually say, they didn't go on that, over the edge and say, they're just, you know, gripping it with their, with their toes at this point. So I, I agree with what he says on that one. I do, I do. Uh, we got six.
3: So yeah, let's, uh, let's run through these messages here. Monday morning, sorry, Monday morning dullard. How you doing Monday
6: morning? What's up brother? People still get mad about stuff on this app. That's fucking depressing. I mean, that's like you're basically getting mad in front of like six people.
3: <laughs> Not wrong, uh, Mrs. Smitty.
7: Yes, we banned the buddy. Yes, we banned the buddies, buddies, buddy. Um, this is what happened with Trump when he first got deleted from Twitter. Uh, he was trying to continue to spread his message through his little surrogates, uh, and they ended up getting the ban hammer as well. And that's what we should do, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, I'm definitely on that that side of the argument, but the ban I hammer. <laughs> I like that term. I'm gonna actually get a yeah. hammer sound effect when I start banning people. Say, <laughs>
5: uh,
3: deja vu, do. what's up, brother,
6: oh. dude, Todd Hogan, you sound like a fascist. The reason why you don't know where people are and where people win is because you only stay in your echo chamber and, like, do you should open your ears and not your mouth.
3: Oh, that's cute. Uh, so how long have you been listening to me, brother? Let me ask you. And that's okay. I don't I don't need, I don't need anybody defending me. He can think what he wants. Uh, uh, how long have you been listening uh, to me? That's a pretty big assumption. Uh, but anyway, I'm not going to give you the time of day or the platform to do it, so we're just going to keep moving on here, Mrs. Smitty.
7: Also, like if they were still getting the same exposure without being on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, etc., then they wouldn't cry so hard about being banned from Facebook, Twitter, etc. Um, they want the reach of those platforms. Um, so if you take them off, then still, you know, like their most rabid fans are still going to find them in whatever, you know, dark corners of the internet they exist on. But it won't be so easy to spread misinformation, disinformation, hate speech, et cetera, to the uh, the average sort of user of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, et cetera.
3: Yeah, I, agree, I, think, there's good, like, I think there's a good point
1: there. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, you know, when my mom calls me and is like, hey, did you see on Facebook that this, like, you know, vaccine thing. What, what is that all about? Like, I'm like, no mom, that's like not science. Like, it's fine. Like people, people are, are influenced by these things. So like, if we have this general like misinformation, like, you know, roundup where just people just shooting everything going off of the then it's just, it's just hard for anyone to really know what is like truth and like, you know, truthiness is like you know the the funny Colbert word, but like you know, we're as as we move on in the society and the internet and the ability in like this this time to like spread information, get information, etc. We have to have ways that people can try to verify information. You know, back in the day, we we would rely on media sources and 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 things like that. You know, people are are complaining that like you know. Fox News is too biased, they're not reporting the news. But what we're talking about is is Facebook. Like, okay, well, if, if Facebook is in the realm of media and we're saying, hey, the thing that this person is saying is utterly false, so not even like left-tilted or right-tilted, but this is absolutely false, why shouldn't they be able to say, no, that's not real. Get that out. Get that off my platform. Because isn't that what, what people are complaining about when they complain about the media giving false information, or or, or left left leaning or right leaning? If it's absolutely not right or left, but it's just wrong, why not ban it?
4: Well, I guess Three. I see that point, but at the same time, you know, when we start when we start talking about media forms, you know, and I do believe that, especially now in the in the High-speed internet age, the average individual can be a participant in multiple forms of media. Um, I, I do count small podcasters as that. You know, we're talking about censoring or banning these people from misinformation. The same, and I, I really don't want, I really get into this because this is kind of like an overtalk point, but the same regulatory bodies don't actively regulate big media, who, you know, somebody did say earlier, a some examples of things that I would have thought of you know, on, on, at first glance. Um, so it, it still becomes a question of who, now it be, well, because now it actually flips. It doesn't become a question of political standing. It becomes a question of economic standing. So we can't ban CNN or Fox News when they say something wrong or even cancel them because they're too big. They're a major corporation. But we can certainly um, attack the the small time podcaster on YouTube or the average Joe in the comments who espouses the same material, whether they're left, right, centered, or whatever you want, whatever what have you. So it almost feels as though we're being we're also being selective in how we um and how we're going to censor each other based on really the person standing, you know, censoring. For example, um, I don't know. I mean, we see it kind of like, OK, so if a celebrity says something that is misinformation about COVID and then the average citizen says the same thing, we I, I, we give more leeway to the celebrity. Well, that person's not a professional. Well, that person isn't an XYZ. And we kind of move about our day. But then the common guy online makes a post with the same information we kind of jump on that person. So it's almost like we're also willing to sacrifice big fish for or little fish for big fish at the same time. I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot of layers to this that just don't make sense to me, which is why I'm just like, you know. yeah. And, and How much also, bigger I guess,
3: can you get than the president of the United States, though?
4: Well, we didn't How censor How much him bigger of a fish? I him him. Well, I don't think we censored it. Well, I don't think we should have censored him because we also missed out on opportunities. At the same time we censored him, he was actively trying to tweet, which we found out during January sixth, to stop doing what people were doing. You know, when he was alerted by Secret Service, and they but they'd actually done it to count. So it's like at right, the same but he time also had. look censoring...
3: hmm? no, but ahead. his tweets also. If we if we had stopped him tweeting before, chances are he wouldn't have been able to spread this big lie that he had literally woven into the fabric of the election, the upcoming election, for months before then. Right.
4: Year years well, years. Well, well, then I guess it also gets into another question is when, when is lying a problem and how big of a lie is a problem? Because I, I also don't think that we should, you know, if people are dumb enough to believe um, misinformation or whatever somebody's saying, whether they're the president or biologist or your own parents and you don't have the know-how to, to kind of do some back checking, I don't know if we should actively blame that other person. For exploiting those people because we exploit people's stupidity all the time, usually for money. Right. And so yeah, which, which kind is not a good thing. It's well, no, it's not. But we don't do anything about it because, you know, capitalism. And businesses exploit, you know, men who are insecure about their genitals with pills, right? We 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 do a bunch of things that we really ought not do to each other for a couple of dollars. But whenever I look at the way we, we choose to censor each other based on, I guess now lies. I ask myself, well, when does that start and begin? Because there's lies being told to us actively every single day by individuals and corporations and mass media that we just never censor or even call out or make them even apologize for.
0: Right, so I we guess so we, gotta be careful who we get. got to be careful who we get out that hammer for. Uh,
1: well, I guess, I guess I would, if it was B- if Bjorn was the ultimate authoritarian, I guess I would apply like the Spider-Man rule and say like with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. So like yep. if you are someone <laughs> who has a lot of power and responsibility and influence, then you know you saying misinformation is worse than like, you know, you know some person on the on the side of the street saying and end is nigh. This is why I support right. like doctors and nurses who like spout misinformation about COVID, they should lose their licenses. And you know, yes. so I'm, I'm saying that they should like lose their career over over that and that's how it is. And yes. If Nicki Minaj wants to like talk about, you know, whatever she talked about, uh, you know, about COVID, fine, whatever, funny. Um, But nobody is really—I don't. Hopefully, not going to Nicki Minaj as a medical source, and and no one besides Aaron Rodgers is going to like Joe Rogan for uh, medical advice, or they shouldn't be. Um, But but that being said, like clearly people are. People are going to Joe Rogan using him for medical advice. So that so because even though he has no expertise in medicine. Um, he has a big enough platform that he becomes uh someone who is should be really responsible about what he's putting out there.
4: Media Can I go back in, like uh, Bjorn Well, made well, your well I'll say just mad. I'm sorry. Pardon? Oh I, I said I made the comment just mad. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I was just like,
2: well, no, I was just like going to say, like, I, like you, first thing when you brought it, I brought up uh about the whole male thing. I was like, are you telling me this? This show's not like sponsored by Bluetooth. Um, but anyway, bad joke. Um, but like Bjorn, you brought up the whole point of like you know truthism. and you know Colbert didn't realize like he and that was his way of echoing what say at the time. You know what uh Bill O'Reilly was doing, and Bill O'Reilly. It, as bad as he was, his predecessors are much worse than he ever did than, than he ever was. And you know, uh, Colbert said in, in in interviews that like you know, the joke of truthism, like the where we live now is to where it exists. You know, uh, a, a lie can exist. It's almost like something that George Sanders said on like you know on Seinfeld. It's only a lie. It's only the truth if, if, how do you put it? Basically, if I believe a lie, then it's real. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the space we're living in right now. You know what I mean? That's how the big lie has, has grown to what it is. You know what I mean? And what I've, you know, the, 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 the congresswomen and mm-hmm. congressmen and women who have been canceled because of them lying on, 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 um, on you know, on, uh, uh, on Twitter, they need to be plain and simple because they were spreading lies, misinformation. So like, yeah, that's, you know, that's how I feel about
3: that. We got a bunch of comments building up here. So let's get to these here and then we'll get back into it. Deluxe, what's up? Dear friend of the show. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember Gilbert Goffrey, but Gilbert
5: Goffrey (laughs) used to do Aflac. He was Aflac guy. Um, He did um, a comedy uh, bit Stand up comedy, and he. Um, this is after Japan had that uh, large tsunami or uh, whatever yes. happened that you know flooded everything. Um, he's like, Well, if you live in Japan, uh, if you live in Japan and uh, you're looking for a wife, just wait around 10 minutes and one will float by. Um, Americans <laughs> banned him, canned him. They were like, No more athlete <laughs> for you. Japan still kept him as the Affleck guy, but the yes. Americans banned the guy. Talk about censorship! Americans are like now. Japan's like ah, we're okay with it. What a world we live in.
6: Affleck, <laughs> good. All right, where hey. the smoke that you fire? Yeah, Warren. I think that they just changed their language, man. They just um. I see what you're saying and I get it but it, it doesn't work that way
3: I'd say let them change your language I mean as long as it's not like listen to, if, if there if people are dumb enough to fall for a lot of this these stupid lies then they're probably not smart enough to uh to break apart like coded language I don't know that's just it seems I don't know anyway Miss Smitty.
7: Well, and a further issue, I think, is, you know, like you on the panel, all of you, are pretty smart people. Um, you can great. read a post or watch a video and discern that, uh, you know, this thing is bullshit, that thing's not true, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. but... Not everybody is that smart or that discerning when it comes to the information that they are absorbing from these sources, right? So if we allow the unchecked uh, distribution of misinformation, disinformation, hate speech, etc., then uh, it becomes a real problem because people start to believe that bullshit that's being spewed, um, and then we've seen the problems that that can cause.
3: Don't give me too much credit there, Mrs. Smitty. Uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, well, I just like, want to make one.
3: I, 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 I just want to make
1: one
2: comment. Go ahead, Ken. Please, 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 please. Well, I was going to say, I was like, oh, I was, like, 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 when we're real, I have to say, like, you keep on putting it in the lines of like, like, like she's saying, this sort of say, like, you know, hopefully people can judge out and figure out what is, you know, gobbledygook and what's 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 real, what sticks to the wall, if you will. I'm, I think you're giving people way too much credit. I honestly think you do. I don't think they are of well, that um, in the know. You know click, yeah, click, and, click. Like, and we also know that
1: the, Dun- the Dunning-Kruger uh, curve is in effect. So with the internet, you can go and you can get a little bit of information on a subject. You can watch a five-minute video and think you're an expert because the Dunning-Kruger cr- effect shows that people with a little bit of knowledge are very confident that they know about that subject. But if you gain more knowledge on that subject, your confidence goes down because you start to realize what you don't know. And so the that's one of the effects of the internet is because information is so widely available. All of us are, you know, can just like do a quick Google search and read a Wikipedia article and think that we're an epidemiologist or a virologist or a, a criminal justice specialist or, a, you know, whatever. And
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please do share with friends and on social media. Until next time, keep on digging for the truth.